Welcome brothers and sisters. This is part two of the topic brokenness. Please remember to take down scriptures as I'm presenting, presenting this topic as a Bible study. I'm not preaching, but giving you relevant scriptures to search out on this topic brokenness. In the first part, we talked about the elements of brokenness. One of the elements is sincere, genuine repentance and confession and apology. The second one is restitution. The third one being forgiving spirits. Now we want to talk about the fourth element of brokenness. Enduring wrong without retaliating. Enduring wrong without retaliating. Romans chapter 12 verse 17. Don't repay evil with evil. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9. And also First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 15. A humble spirit can suffer wrong, can suffer maltreatment, can suffer persecution without retaliation. If you have a humble spirit, humble and a contrite spirit. First Peter chapter 2 verse 23. And also First Peter chapter 2 19 to 24. You can read this. Jesus Christ being our mentor and our example. The story he told of a minister who was married to a hard-hearted wife. He sat one day reading his Bible and the door opened and the wife entered. She snatched the Bible and threw it into the fire. You know what the man did? The man of God. He looked into the face, into the face and quietly made the remark, I never sat at a warmer fire than this. Can you get the scenario? A hard-hearted wife had just come in. And the man of God was there sitting, reading his Bible. Then the wife came, snatched the Bible from his hand, threw into the fire. You know what fire is all about? There's always a fireplace. Except now, in modern times, it's a electric car. But in some homes, some old homes, you still find fireplace that was powered by coal and wood in those days. Some homes still have that one. During winter, they make use of that facility. So this is what happened. The man rather said, oh, I've never seen such a fire as this. He looked into the face and quietly remarked, I never sat at a warmer fire. Think about that. 
It was an answer that turned away her wrath and marked the beginning of a new and gracious life. His Jezebel wife became a Lydia. The thorn became a lily. That's what brokenness can do in the life of a man. A broken man cannot, you know, beat the wife on provocation. A, a woman fighter cannot be a broken Christian. There's somebody who abuse your wife, you batter your wife, no physical abuse for the least offense. Even for grievous offense, you cannot be said to be broken. Can you remember? Jesus hid an enemy. Enemy. Today, many of us Christians will read down fire on our enemies. But when Jesus was arrested and a crowd surrounded him, among whom was a man called Marcus, you know, one disciple tried to defend Jesus, so to say, and then slashed his ear. His ear was caught. The lobe was right there on the ground. And Jesus, even in that situation and condition, he restored the man's ear. He asked for the forgiveness of those who killed him. Just like Stephen did when he was stoned to death. Acts chapter 7, 51 to 60. Father, please do not lay this sin to their charge. That's what Stephen said. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. There are some modern day Christians, unquote, who said that, ah, you know, it was in those days they didn't know what they did. But now people know what they do. In other words, that if they were Christ or Stephen, they wouldn't pray that kind of prayer. Oh, how wrong they are. Mankind has remained the same. The same devil, the same old devil has been deceiving people and is still deceiving people today. Man's condition remains the same. Except they repent and turn over to the Lord Jesus Christ, they remain the hard-hearted people that they are. So please, don't rationalize. Like Jesus forgave the enemies and even prayed for them. So we should. You read Romans chapter 12, the last part of the verses tells us that we should pray for them that despitefully use you. Those that persecute us should pray for them. This is God's word. And it has to do with somebody who has a broken and contrite spirit. What does the Bible say in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1? Say, a soft answer turns away wrath. If you have disagreement with your partner, with your friend, with your colleague, don't reply with anger. The person is angry. Soften the person's mind and heart because a soft answer turns away wrath. Proverbs 15 verse 1. Another element of brokenness is repaying evil with good. Wonderful. <laughs> Some people will say, wow, repaying evil with good? Remember Joseph's character study. The story of Joseph, from story to glory. 
It is not enough to bear wrongs patiently or forgive the offender, but also to reward every evil with kindness. Wow. Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Please endeavor to read these scriptures. And also Romans chapter 12, 20 to 21. In the story of Joseph, referred to above, find the real story in Genesis chapter 37, 18 to 28. And also Genesis 45, 1 to 8. We also make reference to Genesis 50, 15 to 22. Did Joseph reward his brother's evil with evil or with good or with kindness? You'll be the one to answer this question after you've read these scriptures. Joseph became a world ruler from story to glory. Amen. May your life be turned from story to glory in Jesus' name. But remember the attributes that Joseph did not punish his brothers, or the father. You know what he said? I know after you have read those scriptures, you, you agree with me. He said that, look, you thought you were punishing me by selling me, you know, to the traders of Egypt. But God used that opportunity to prepare me for you so that you will not suffer in time of famine. He rewarded them with good. He did not retaliate. It is practical. So we saw this in life of Joseph, life of the Lord Jesus Christ, and life of Stephen, who was being stoned to death. I prayed, Father, do not lay this sin to their charge. That's the spirit of somebody who has a broken and contrite spirit. You can think about other issues in life wherein brokenness can be illustrated. But in everyday life, we allow the flesh to be subdued by the Spirit of God. We allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. When we do, the life of brokenness will be real in our life. Levels of brokenness. We have unforgiving Christians. We have forgiving Christians with endurance. And then consecrated and broken Christians. We need to exhibit all these attributes if we have brokenness. Matthew chapter 5, 43 to 47. Another element of brokenness is honoring others above self. That's another wow. Yeah. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 says, Think of the story of Abraham and Lot. Hmm? Think about the story of Abraham and Lot when there was strife between the two. Here's an uncle and here's a nephew. It was tried between the headsmen of Lot and that of Abraham. Abraham preferred that Lot 
we chose out of the land first and then what was left he chose and god bless abraham even above that lot he chose the plain of sodom and that led him you know to temptations and was almost destroyed except for god divine intervention you can read these stories genesis chapter 13 1 to 13 and also Gen um, Romans chapter 12, verse 10. And Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Another element of brokenness is prompt obedience. We must be willing and ready to obey the Lord promptly. You can read Psalm 32, verse 9. Do not be stubborn like a mule. The horse that is spiritual jumps the gun, but a mule hybrid between horse and ass symbolizes stubbornness and intransigence. It is possible to run without being sent. It's also possible to will, willfully resist the clear guardians of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember Jonah's story? He refused God's instruction to go to Nineveh and he went to Tarshish instead. Jonah chapter 1, 1, 2, 3. Remember Balaam also was a prophet. He disobeyed God's word. And in Luke chapter 19, 29 to 35, we see how Jesus rode on a cart, a young male. The court experienced prompt brokenness and obedience. We are the clay and Jesus is the porter. There's one song I want to sing to you to illustrate this point. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Mess me, mold me, feed me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. That we end part two of this subject of brokenness. By the grace of God, we will now proceed to part three. Part three of the subject on brokenness.